Welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast with your host, exercise physiologist and donut lover, William Mitchell. Hello and welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast. I'm your host, William Mitchell. Last week, we discussed the advantages of having some type of an accountability partner to help you reach your exercise goals. And at the end of the podcast, I promised you that this week we would have a really neat idea. Before I get into what the neat idea is, I've got to do just a little bit of explaining so it will make sense. When I was talking about statistics last week, I mentioned that more than 50% of the people that set New Year's resolutions wanted to exercise more, and almost 50% wanted to lose some weight. Weight loss is a very popular theme, and there's a lot of myths surrounding weight loss, but weight loss is very, very simple. And I've said this before, if you eat it and you don't burn it, you're going to sit on it. So what you have to do is you have to burn more calories than you take in. It's very simple. There's not anything like that a carbohydrate calorie is worse for you than a fat calorie or a fat calorie is worse for you than a protein calorie or protein calorie is somehow not counted at all. They all count and they all add to your overall caloric balance. Now there's four ways that we burn the calories. And some of these are pretty static, and some of these you can change. Basal metabolic rate, that's just the number of calories that you burn each day to stay alive, to breathe, for your brain to work, for your heart to beat, for you to stay warm. All of these things contribute to your basal metabolic rate. Now, there are a few things we can do to increase our basal metabolic rate, but that's another program. The second one is the amount of energy it takes you to digest your food. It's called the thermic effect of food. Some foods are harder to digest than others. The more processed a food is, the easier it is to digest, the less calories it takes to digest it. Therefore, you are pushing the energy balance towards more calories taken in, which is why a lot of pre-processed foods are more likely to cause weight gain. The next one is exercise. Now, unfortunately for most people, exercise is a very small contributor to our caloric balance. Now, my definition of exercise is bodily exertion for the sake of developing and maintaining physical fitness. So it just includes the things that you're doing specifically to get healthier. And whenever you look at that among people who exercise... It averages about 100 calories a day. So it's really not a tremendous amount. However, although it may not burn a tremendous number of calories, please don't discount the importance of exercise because it gives you a lower chance of having diabetes. It gives you a lower chance of having certain kinds of cancer. It gives you a lower chance of having a heart attack. And it gives you a greater chance of having a longer, healthy, productive life. So exercise itself is tremendously important, but it's not something that burns a tremendous amount of calories during the day. And then there's the fourth way that you burn calories, and that is NEAT, non-exercise activity thermogenesis. That's N-E-A-T. You might say, well, why do you call it NEAT? Well, number one, it's a nice little acronym and a great way to remember it. But I really think the main reason that we call it that is because Those of us in the exercise physiology field really like to use a lot of big words. And I think the reason we do like to use a lot of big words is so people don't think we're just a bunch of dumb jocks. So instead of just calling it the calories you burn during the day, it's non-exercise activity thermogenesis. So it makes us sound a little smarter, I guess. 
So anyway, it's kind of a neat idea. Now, neat varies about 2,000 calories a day between different people. It's not surprising that obese people generally expend fewer calories to non-exercise activity thermogenesis or NEAT during the day than a thin person. Now, I know a lot of you are going, well, duh, if you're heavy, it takes a lot of effort to get up and move around, so you're not really as energetic and wanting to get up and move around as much. And if you're someone who gets up and moves around a lot, you're going to burn more calories, so obviously it would cause you to be thinner. So it just makes perfect sense, right? It turns out they studied it, and it seems like it's that you weigh less because you move more, not that you move more because you weigh less. And the way they did that was they took people who had a, a high amount of NEAT and they overfed them and caused them to gain weight and they still had a high amount of NEAT and they took people who had a low amount of NEAT and they got them to diet and got them to lose weight so it was less trouble for them to get up and move around and they still had a low amount of NEAT. Now, it seems that lack of NEAT is a fairly recent problem. Let me face it, 150 years ago, we didn't have cars. You walked wherever you went. We didn't have processed food, so you ate whatever. You worked from sun up till sundown, and by the time sundown, you were exhausted. You went to bed, you went to sleep, you got up, and you worked all day the next day, and you stayed moving all the time. So we didn't have this problem of lack of NEAT. And then we had the Industrial Revolution. And then we got labor-saving devices like dishwashers and washing machines. And now we've gotten to the point that we have the robot vacuums that come out and vacuum for us. And a trip to the bank doesn't involve getting in your car and going to the bank. And if it does involve getting in your car and going to the bank, you don't get out. You just go to the drive-thru. But most of the time, we just take out our cell phones, take a picture of whatever it is we need to do or do the online banking and it's done. So we do it sitting down and our sedentary time has increased incredibly, which means the number of calories we burn in a day through NEAT has dropped dramatically, which has caused us to put on more weight. Now, NEAT's going to vary significantly based on what you do for a living, but a lot of people, what they do for a living involves sitting all day. But whatever you do, let's just say that when you get off work at five o'clock, average person they're gonna hit a drive-through get some highly processed food take it home sit down on the couch or in a comfy chair turn on the television eat their food and sit there and watch tv until about 11 o'clock when it's time to go to bed and if that's the case you're going to burn about a whopping 30 calories while you're doing that if the same person gets off at five o'clock they still stop by and they get their highly processed food or whatever they sit in front of the TV for half an hour while they're eating their food, but then they get up and do some light housework. You dust the spots that under the chairs where the robot vacuum doesn't get. You go work on cleaning up the guest room. You do a little bit of painting in the guest room because you thought it needed a new coat of paint. You take the dog for a walk. You do something active until time for bed because you don't want to watch TV right up until time for bed, because we talked about how that does not help you to sleep. Anyway, you do something semi-active, I mean, not working yourself to death, but do something semi-active until time for bed. If you do that, you've burned about 750 to 1,100 calories during the day, or during that little period of time. You can see how that makes a tremendous difference. So if you think about the amount of activity just Doing light housework or doing something semi-active for those six hours once you get home, 
and burning about 750 calories, that's fairly easy. Whereas, you know, a lot of people say, well, you've got to do just exercise to get yourself in shape. That would be the equivalent of walking seven and a half miles or running seven and a half miles. And if I told you to run seven to 11 miles when you got off work, you'd tell me to go take a flying leap. So just the neat activity really helps you to burn more calories. And when it comes to weight loss, if you were to do that extra 750 calories every day for the work week, all five days, that would make about one pound. If everything else stayed the same, it would make about one pound of difference in your weight. You'd lose about a pound every week, which is pretty impressive because that'd be 52 pounds a year. That's the basis of NEAT. What we'll look at next week is what you can do to increase your NEAT activity without it being too burdensome for you. In addition to helping you get a tremendous amount of stuff off of your to-do list that will help you burn more calories, that will help you get to be physically fitter without it being too difficult. So that would be, in fact, making fitness funner, which is the purpose of this podcast. So tune in next week and find out the easy way to make your fitness funner through NEAT. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If I've said anything that you thought was enjoyable or worth sharing, Please refer this to a friend so that they can have more fun in their fitness journey. Also, please remember to subscribe and like the podcast. As always, I'd like to thank One Accord for the bumper music and Paul Sink for the great intro work. And I hope you'll join us next week as we try to make fitness funner.